Episode 367, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Pancakes and Power Slam Show, and we are live. All right, let's have some fun, ladies and gentlemen. This is Chris Featherstone here with the Pancakes and Power Slam Show, episode 367, here on the pancakes and power slam so bear bell you already know what it is bear bell all right so <laughs> how's everybody doing tonight crazy crazy wrestlemania aftermath we are here we made it through <laughs> we made it through successfully and uh we are going to have fun as we always do all right so without further ado ladies and gentlemen let's uh we got uh we got zico Jackson coming on later on tonight uh we also have uh lots and lots of stuff to cover uh as far as live i was there live uh from thursday morning to uh sunday to monday afternoon i left um so audio seems off how's the audio Corey? cody i'm, I'm sorry uh, let me know about the audio Cody, can you hear me at all? Can you hear me at all? Can you hear me at all? Let me know if y'all can. Okay, Mo can hear me. Everything good? Got some bass in my mic tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is typically how it is, but, uh, uh, but yeah, with the with the upgrades, there was a bit of a. Uh, um, okay, good, Cody. Good, good, good. Uh, there was a bit of uh, some mic issues last time. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yep. Okay, okay, Blackstar. Good, to, good to know. Good to know. Yes, this is. Um, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, this so this is Plan B again. I, I really like Plan B. I like Plan B better. 
this will be on the Blog Talk Radio, um, uh, the the audio version as well as well as Spotify. Um, for those who don't know, Pancakes and Power Sam's is now on Spotify, so that is uh, major, major, major news, huge news. And um, yeah, we're gonna have some fun just like always. All right, so with the PMP Nation loading in, how does that feel about WrestleMania? Let me know your WrestleMania thoughts. Um, I was there live. Uh, let's jump right into WrestleMania. As a matter of fact, um, I was there live. Mo was there live. Glad that you were. What's up, Gabriel? Good to good to see you. What's up, Tammy? Uh, PMP Nation is live and full effect. Brandon thought it was good. What grades would y'all give it? What grades would y'all give it? I was there live too. Um, it was it was too long. <laughs> it was it was it was just too. Well, here's the here's the bad thing about all this is that I had a like a, a really bad headache. Um, it was it was really rough. My headache was like super duper rough, and like during I couldn't even really enjoy the show because my head my head was hurting so bad. And um, Denisha, what's up? Uh, new person to the PMP Nation. Welcome, Denisha, to the to the chat. All the PMP Nation. Uh, uh, welcome, Denisha. Also, Spartacus. Welcome, Spartacus, as well. These are new names that I'm not used to seeing. So, uh, welcome all the PMP Nation. Welcome those two people in the chat as well. Um, again, Axe Chris Lexi. Is back in the house. Great, great to uh, to have you back. Uh, PMP Nation is on in full effect. Brandon gives it eight mi- a minus. Um, a minus for for uh, from Brandon. Spartacus seven and a half out of ten. Um. And let's see what else. Uh, Wide awake says five out of ten. Most says um, a plus. All right. Now here's the thing. Um, Mo, was it because of it being your first mania? Was the experience an A plus? But if you think about it, about the card, uh, what would you give the overall event? So that's the that's the question on deck. Um, so, yeah, um, so ask for his question, uh, Gabriel's asking, uh, did you buy your WWE title there, or did you have it, or, I already had it, I've had that title for, for a while, um, no, I was not going to buy it there, that's, <laughs> I, I smartly gave it, uh, yeah, so Mo says so Mo brought the grade down <laughs> because of the card. Uh, yeah, so uh, I give it about. Uh, I, I said before uh, I had a post show uh, C plus B minus. Um, yeah, C plus B minus show. We'll go a little bit into it. Uh, Evan Tech proud about the call in here into the studio. Good ask, Chris. Questions. Uh, Cody's asking, what do you think about Roman getting booze already and them muting the crowd mics for TV? I don't like it. Uh, I don't like it at all. I mean, at this point, you know, the fans got what they want. You know, Roman Reigns isn't getting pushed. 
he was in four straight WrestleManias uh, main events. He wasn't in the WrestleMania main event this year. Solid worker, working on his promo. His promo is actually getting stronger. Roman Reigns is a very solid worker in the ring. You can't, you know, you can't do that. He's not being shoved down our throats. That was one another thing, shoved down our throats. Not doing that. Uh, so, you know, he came back in what uh, two months ago, a little less than two months ago, and um, you know, he had a match against Drew McIntyre, and he kept getting beat up. You know, uh, he kept getting beat up throughout the week. So, you know, I I don't know. Here's 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 the thing. Cody says Drew should have won. I don't think so. Uh, I don't I don't think so at all. I think you have your feel good moment with Roman Reigns coming back with the leukemia battle. It's it's a real deal. It's a shoot. It's a, it's a really it's a feel good moment. You know, and, and you don't want to uh, you don't want to damper that. Because I've said this before, and and I and I feel about and I feel strongly about this. In a lot of cases, unless unless you have someone just burying talent and just really putting themselves over for the sake of being over, a heel loss is a lot can be worked with a lot more than a babyface loss to me. Because heels are supposed to, you know, it's like you're you're supposed to be the bad guy, so you're kind of supposed to put people over and look good. As you put someone over, as you make the baby face look good, so a heel losing uh, to me holds much less weight than a baby face losing. Um, so Drew losing doesn't it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't do anything. Like for instance, I think like Ryback lost against Mark Henry, and then uh, within what uh, the, the night after or <laughs> shortly after he started feuding with John Cena, and they had a match uh, for the WWE Championship. So that doesn't matter, especially with the the shakeup. Uh, if Drew, you know, Drew goes to, if Drew goes to SmackDown, which I think is a terrible idea that they're kind of shaking up before the shakeup. Like Raw and SmackDown was just SmackDown was good. Raw was weird, odd, and the fact that they keep they keep talking about the shakeup, and then at the same time you're having like Aleister Black and Ricochet competing on both shows. The Iconics on Raw, like it just. This whole, I'm a big fan of the split, and I think the split should go, the, the the split should maintain, because you don't want just every talent on one show, and try to break that up in two shows, it, it would just be overkill, but it's like, man, you don't, why, why in the world would you want to do that, um, let the split be the split, you know, give people time to shine, um, let's, let's address these uh, extras questions. Uh, Lexi asks, uh, asks Chris, besides the rumored departure to AEW, why do you think the revival lost so horribly to Ryder and Hawkins? Well, I think I think uh, putting the tag team titles on them was a way to hush them up. I've said this on the show before, and I still feel that way. Uh, I feel that putting the titles on them was, was, was a way to hush them up. Um, and since probably that happened... They took them off. I mean, you could tell from the Revival's overall tag team title reign that it was not, it was not going to, there's no problem. There was going to be no promise to it at all. So, I'm cool with them putting on Ryder and Hawkins. Is that feel good moment? I, here's the thing. I don't think, 
very rare occasions, very rare occasions do I think that WrestleMania should be used to extend feuds. I think WrestleMania should be used to culminate feuds. I think we should see the culmination of a long-standing or a good feud at WrestleMania. It's the biggest show of the year. You know, the the, the, the reset is the Raw after WrestleMania. So basically, the Raw after WrestleMania to the next year's WrestleMania is like the wrestling calendar year. The Raw after WrestleMania starts your new feuds, your call-ups, your new your new feuds. Do all of that. Uh, but I think that WrestleMania should be utilized to culminate feuds. And if you have Drew beat Roman, that is more of a feud extension. We want the feel-good moments at WrestleMania. It's a once-out-of-a-year thing. You want as many feel-good moments as you possibly can for that live crowd. You want them going home happy because it's WrestleMania. Use minor pay-per-views to build new feuds. Use minor pay-per-views to create, you know, uh, suspense as far as a heel or a heel. You know what I mean? Like, stuff like that. Um... Use WrestleMania for the spectacle that it is. That's the reason why I was a big fan of 32. Uh, excuse me, I was a big fan of 33 in Orlando because there were so many feel-good moments in 33. The Hardys coming back, um, uh, of course, you know uh, uh, the um, uh, Shane. Uh, uh, it, uh, what was it? The AJ Styles winning. Well, he's going to probably going to win anyways. But you know that was a feel-good moment. As far as, you know, AJ Styles was super hot at the time, and he was gravitating to becoming a face again. And so, you know, it was it was a lot of feel good, but the, the, the Goldberg and, and, and Brock, you know, that was kind of, that was the culmination of a feud because because uh, Goldberg left the neck, you know, he had he had his promo, he left. So it should be the culmination. We saw that kind of this year with with uh, you know the Seth Brock being a culmination and the women's title match being a culmination. You know, of course, there's title changes and things like that. I'm cool with that too. But really, use WrestleMania to be a culmination. If you have Drew McIntyre beating Roman Reigns, uh, you know WrestleMania is just not the good place for that. Um, let's see. Kimbo's asking, do they think? Do you think they will build Kofi to a credible champion before losing the title? I think Kofi and Becky are just very similar. I think that I think that they really mirror each other as far as their um popularity at the time. And I think you just write it off. I think you just at this point, I think you just kind of gauge, gauge the crowd. You as long as there's Kofi mania, if Kofi mania lasts for three months. Uh, keeping on them, you know. Keep, you know, keep the fans. And I and I've said this before. You got you can't play to the house. Vince Russo said this before. I've had him, I've had him on my show twice. You can't play to the house so much because first of all, you get to the point where the house rules everything, and fans can make very flippant decisions. We all know that they can make very flippant decisions. You play outside the house. You try to reach the casual fans. Uh, that's how you pull people in. You don't play to the house so much because uh, you, you you have WWE lifers, right? So uh, you know someone like I, I don't mean to pick on anybody, but someone uh, like uh, uh, Sunil Singh. You know what I mean? Like he can become 
WWE champion, um, and people will complain. The, the the house crowd, the lifers will complain, 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 but they'll still be watching Raw. So, and a lot of us, you know, who are journalists and uh, even people who are fans, they will complain, 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 but at the same time, they'll still watch it. So what do you do? You have, from a business standpoint, you have to play to the how. You have to, you have to play to the outside. That's the reason why I understood, and I was actually okay with Ronda Rousey uh, being a part of the main event. If it was up to me, I think that this was kind of an exception. You know, there's always exceptions to the rules. Uh, well, most of the times there's exceptions to the rules when you know certain rules are, are laid out. Um, there's exceptions to the rule. When it comes to when it comes to a lot of things, but I think you kind of play to the house at this point. When it comes to that, I think you, I still think you should have based on, especially based on WrestleMania being there live. You, Kofi Daniel Bryan should have been the main event um, because Kofi got the biggest pop of the night. Um, they, 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 the exception to the rule was also at WrestleMania. Uh, 30 when when Daniel Bryan won, uh, but at the same time you still had Batista who was still a Hollywood name, so you still had that star power, the mainstream appeal um, at that point. But yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, yeah, yeah, I think he'll, I think they'll make a make him a credible champion as long as the fans are. On the Kofi Mania craze, when when they realize that the the hype has died down, which unfortunately fans tend to do that. I've been a Kofi fan for for a long time, uh, ever since he started. Um, but at the same time, I think when the fans cool down on it, it could be, you know, three months. It could be six months. Um, you know, whatever. Um, that's when you that's when you pull the plug. I'd imagine like a SummerSlam or something like that. Really, really good ask Chris questions. Let's keep them going. Um hashtag ask Chris. What else do we have here? Cody's asking what do I think of the botch in WrestleMania. You know, it was just um it was just par for the course, really, because there were people leaving. Um, I was ready to go, to be quite honest with you. I had a splitting headache. Like, my head, my eye was hurting so bad because I had a splitting headache all on the side of my uh, head into my eye. It was a splitting headache. Um, so I couldn't even enjoy it. I was cold. It, I was super cold. I brought a... Uh, I wore a short sleeve hoodie because I thought the, I looked at the weather, I thought it was going to be like, you know, 50s. I know the high was like low 60s, but I thought it was going to stay, you know, still a mild weather. It was bone chilling cold uh, at WrestleMania, and I was so cold and uncomfortable <laughs> in, in there. My seats were great. I'm thankful for that. I had floor riser seats. Um, but it, it, I couldn't even uh, enjoy it. Uh, I had to put my arms inside my hoodie because I was so cold, to be quite honest. So I wish I could enjoy it a little bit more. <laughs> but uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a solid show overall. But I wish my head wasn't hurting so bad. 
Lexi's asking, do uh, ask Chris, do you have any intel on the potential backstage heat for Sasha? She left a cryptic message on Twitter and canceled an interview, uh, a TV interview with Wendy Williams. That's a really good point. Uh, text, uh, uh, tw- tweet me on that. Of course, you know my Twitter is at, uh, at Chris Prolific. I'll, I'll dig. I'll do some digging on that to see if there's any backstage heat with uh, Sasha Banks. So now I do know that there's been some times where she has she, she's rubbed people the wrong way backstage. So I don't know if there's particular potential heat with uh, with this here. Gabriel's asking well, what is my thoughts uh, about all the headlines like the Bret Hart attack end zone cast invasion. Now we'll talk about the headlines here soon. Um uh, and as far as Enzo and Cash, we'll talk about MSG, the G1 Supercard. I was there. I was there too. Uh, just real quick on that. I, uh, eh, you know, <laughs> I don't. I don't see any. I don't see Enzo and Cash bring anything to ROH. They don't fit the mode at all. I mean, just at all. Um. It, it's a weird thing to me. It really is. I think I, I think they would have fit the mode much better in AEW um, because there really is no mode, so to speak, yet <laughs> for AEW. Uh, although there, it was announced that they'll be having weekly programming late this year, so that's cool. Like uh, with a quote key, I think like a key channel or key prom- programming channel or something like that. So they'll be having weekly content, which is a very big step for them. Um, but you know, the, the invasion, I, I knew it was a work. As soon as I saw, I saw it. I was on the side that Enzo, uh, came in first and then cast. And I was like, Oh, this, this is totally a work. Um, uh, because, you know, just moments before we saw what a shoot was when, when unfortunately Bret Hart was attacked at the Hall of Fame. Um, I mean, security would have swarmed them. You would have had people, um, you know, you would have all the wrestlers do something. I was, and I was there. The Girls of Destiny didn't do anything. Tama Tonga and Tiger Lord just, just stood there and did nothing. Um, Bully Ray came out, but. I mean, they, they, it seemed like they wanted to kind of, they wanted to kind of have a shoot feel, but to me, it didn't really work that well as far as the, the shootness to it. Um, because you could tell it was just a total work. Um, so yeah. <clears throat> Uh, GSP say I'm going to be honest I'm excited for Kofi but with the New Day still around that, that WWE championship seems like an IC title not Kofi's fault though you know I, I'm a big fan of New Day I think the new I don't think the New Day should break up at all um, I think that Kofi is much better in a faction I think that uh, Kofi as a singles wrestler didn't cut it Kofi was a mid carter <clears throat> you know and I've said this before, uh, you know, you have your Ricky Steamboats in the WWE. In the annals of WWE history, you have your Ricky Steamboats, you have your Tito Santanas, you have your Greg Valentines. You know what I mean? You have the people, the Honky Tonk Mans. You have people who were just mid-card talent throughout their entire career. And you can even argue that with Jake Roberts. You know what I mean? He wasn't main eventing. He was just a really, really amazing mid-card talent who really ever main evented a show. Um, you know, mostly because Hogan was the top babyface at the time. But, 
Jake had, Jake was a mid carter. You know, he was one of the best ever, one of the best wrestling characters ever. Um, but he wasn't a main event talent. Um, you could you could have thrust him in a main event easily, but at the same time, he was a mid carter. If you look at the WWE career trajectory of Jake the Snake Roberts, he was a mid carter. Um, no matter how you slice it, I mean, his character was larger than life. He was one of the best ever, but how he was booked, he was a mid card talent. Um, I think with Kofi, I think that the New Day, because here's the thing, Big E is the best talker of the New Day, uh, and I like Xavier's promos too. Xavier has good promos too, but you need with Kofi, you need Big E's charisma to feed on. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's kind of like the reverse. It's kind of like the reverse effect going on right now. You have, um, you have like Biggie being kind of like a manager, because with baby with heels back in the day, mostly heels, they they may could cut a promo kind of, but you had the heel, you had the heel manager being their mouthpiece and really pumping up the character, making them look larger in life even more. And you I mean you even see that now with Heyman and Lesnar. Um without Heyman, Lesnar's character won't won't appeal, won't have that larger in life appeal as much as it as much as it has with with Heyman with with uh Heyman being his mouthpiece. And I think uh, the same thing with Andre. I mean, you know, Bobby Heenan would cut a promo and make this guy, like, basically, I am promoting this guy. I'm making him look like a star. I'm making the world understand how big of a person this guy is. And then you give him the mic, and Andre will talk like this, and, you know, like, ah, put his hands out. And just something gimmicky, nothing big, very small, not some extended promo. He just kind of put the bow on a really good hype, you know, a hype man. Like Leo Rush and Bobby Lashley. Lashley's not a good promo guy. Fantastic in the ring. Big fan of Lashley. But Leo Rush is the promo guy. Makes him look good. And I think from a babyface standpoint, you have Big E as the mouthpiece for uh, Kofi Kingston. And even Xavier Woods, too. And I help, and it helps him. Because with, if, the new, if, if the New Day split up, here's got Evan Tech Prout. Uh, what's going on, uh, Evan? <clears throat> Evan, how's it going, man? All right, I don't know what's going on here. I think uh, I think Evans on the phone. I'm not sure. I think you hear me? I can. Are you here? I'm here. All right, all right. Uh, we're gonna jump right back into it. All right. So, uh, like I was saying, um, yeah, yeah. So, so you have uh, the new day should not split up um, uh, because you have Biggie and Xavier was the mouthpiece. If it wasn't for Biggie and Xavier pumping up Kofi. And the new day being is over. Like Kofi get Kofi has this spot because of the new day being over, not because of Kofi Kingston being over. Now, like I said, I've been a Kofi fan since day one. 
Uh, I think he deserves the championship 100%. That was my favorite part. I've said this many weeks. The reason why I'm excited about WrestleMania is because, as I predicted, uh, Kofi Kingston will win the WWE Championship, and I'll be there to witness history. I've said this many times on the show. I've said it many times on social media. I love the New Day. And you can even ask my peers who are wrestling fans, you know, who thought the New Day was a joke when they first started. I held on. I saw something good about it, and because uh, I was already a Kofi and Biggie fan, I liked Xavier Woods when he was Consequences Creed and TNA and and okay. so forth. But at the same time, I was a huge Biggie fan, huge Biggie fan, and also a, a, a Kofi Kingston fan. I think the 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 faction was a good thing for them. I think, and Vince McMahon is right, although he said it live, you know, a few weeks back. He makes a good point. I mean. Kofi Kingston would not go, or Big E or, or Xavier, they would not go on the Hall of Fame individually at all. Kofi, Big E can wrestle for 10 more years, Xavier would, especially Xavier. Um, Xavier is very solid. I like Xavier a whole lot. But Xavier would not make the Hall of Fame as a singles wrestler. The New Day, she went Hall of Famers as a faction. So you got to think about that. Why would you break them up? If the New Day would go in the Hall of Fame, but I don't see either one of them um, going in the Hall of Fame individually. Evan Tech Proud, what you got, man? Well, hey, brother, my voice a little shot. I've got finished doing four and a half hours of my show. This is to jump back on. Here to pack it to Power Slams. Absolutely. It's all good. Uh, Vaughn's Kofi, man. This is talking about it. It was about mania. Was about Kofi. If you took out Kofi and Daniel Bryan, but no one cared about this mania. It would be on the line of WrestleMania 13. Uh, split the new day up. People talking about it. You and I was together all weekend. People was inboxing me. They break up the new day. One new day makes too much money. Yeah, They're especially merch. Exactly. Yeah, one of the biggest merch sellers. Absolutely. They broke Captain Four Kid Cena's record for merch sales. Yep. And and like you said, Kofi winning is because of New Day. It's a package. It will be dumb to split them up. Yep. So it it made sense. Some people thought, oh, why was the New Day were they taking away the spotlight? No. I got back home, people were asking that. It made sense. It was a collective unit. Mm-hmm. Kofi winning and, and Xavier Woods and New Day, um, Botch New Day, Xavier Woods and Biggie being there with him. Yep. His kids being there, it was a feel-good moment. You had white people, black people, Asians, young, old, middle, canes, all of that. Absolutely. Where people were crying, hugging, and happy. I think you and I were the only black people sitting in, no, it was you, me, and, and the other guy. We were the only three black people sitting in that long row. Everybody was happy. It, mm. it was more than just race. It just was. It was a global feel-good moment. And then Mania died. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. <clears throat> Mania died at, yeah. at the Kofi. Mania died. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, how do I sound, everybody? Because um, Monty is saying something's going on with my mic. I sound different. Let me know, guys, because people were saying I sound fine. Uh, multi uh, Ezekiel Jackson is coming on in about fifteen minutes. Um, so yeah, 
Um, that was an Ask Chris question. But uh, can you hear me well, uh, Evan? See you loud and clear. Yeah. That's what you know. people are saying, that they hear me fine. So let me know, guys. Um, Shout out to Kofi Kid. His oldest son, he, he's, he's fiery. More charisma than some of the WWE locker room. Man, yeah. that little man jumped the top rope, getting on top ropes and doing signs and smiling. Right. Is that better, guys? Let me know. Let me know. Is that fine? Yeah, you sound, sound I'm good fine. Clear. I was talking about Bill K. I am fine, but it's okay. Is that fine, guys? Better, better, better. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Let me know. Let me know. <laughs> let me know if that's if that's better, guys. PMP Nation. Let me hear you. Okay, it's better now. Multi says good stuff. You can hear me. Good, 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 good. Okay, fantastic. All right. Meltdown says yes. Zed says yes. Cody says yes. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Good. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Um, I think I was doing some testing uh, <laughs> earlier, <laughs> like last week, I think, and I did turn it up a little bit much, but uh, I think we're good now. All right. Good. Ask Chris questions. Let's address these before um, my boy. Ryclon Stevens, aka um, Ezekiel Jackson, comes on. Um, yeah, I mean, like, uh, yeah, good. Uh, thanks, CC. Smash that like button. Like button. I agree. Thanks, man. Appreciate your support. Um, let me ask some of these uh, WrestleMania. All those WrestleMania hoodies. Yeah, I tried to buy. Uh, I tried to buy one of those WrestleMania hoodies because I was so cold. Because I had, like I said, I had a short sleeve hoodie on, and I was so cold. <laughs> so I kept. It was just a weird. It was just a weird experience for WrestleMania. And uh, well, yeah, <laughs> it was a weird experience. And I went to like four merchandise tables, and all of those, all of the uh, hoodies were um, sold out. So. Uh, wasn't a big fan of that, unfortunately. Yeah, the, um, guys, the true match was Featherstone versus the weather. Matter man. of fact, it was a lot of people versus the weather. It was yes. cold. It was windy. It was. I mean, I had a, I had a big old coat on. It was sprinkling. I'm glad I bought it. Yeah. And it was, uh, and Featherstone was a trooper because he, he was in pain. Man. He went through the pain for you fans, for all of us. With the pain tools and snares. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Tops. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Eat <laughs> right. till three o'clock in the morning. Uh, yeah. Yeah, headache. headache. Splitting <laughs> headache, dude. That's what I was telling them before. Like uh, my like it, my head was hurting so bad. Like for those who look at a video right now, it was like from my ear. I felt it from like my ear to like my eye like it was just a splitting headache like both my ear and my eye were hurting that's how bad my head was hurting it was just a splitting like headache and uh it was tough man it was it was really tough to to sit there for uh five and a half hours we were there and um yeah and the weather was just bone chilling cold and it was cold and windy. Yeah, it was and it was sprinkling too and it was just 
Yeah, it was it was terrible, man. And then I was trying to, like I said, I was trying to buy a hoodie, and then, uh, (laughs) and then all all the uh, hoodies were sold out. Um, yeah, I as far as the weekend as a whole, it was the and here's 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 my synopsis on New York. So if you're from New York on the PNP Nation, let me know if you're from New York City. Um, my first time there ever i've been to buffalo before i really love buffalo i like i like buffalo i like west new york better than east new york (laughs) as far as i like buffalo rather than new york city um uh but it was a nightmare i mean the travel was i was talking to i interviewed the the boys after uh uh, msg because dalton castle turned on them and i interviewed them and we were chatting, real nice, real nice dudes, super duper nice dudes. Special shout out to the boys, super nice guys, real down to earth guys. Uh, I interviewed one of them last year. I interviewed both of them this year, and um, he was he was saying, man, he hates he hated New York traffic. He he just he's not a fan either. And he was just saying it's just too exhausting. It's just like when I was there, it was just like. Oh, like, here's the thing. Uh, I was just talking to someone today about New York. I said, New York is good. My, 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 based on it being my first time there, my overall evaluation on New York is this. It is everything people say it is both good and bad. That's, that's basically how I feel. People say, don't drive in New York. If you can walk. You know, uh, walk as much as you can, take a train, take a bus, take a shuttle, whatever. Don't drive. And I 1 billion percent (laughs) agree with that because it was a nightmare. On the flip side of that, though, one of the headlines we'll talk about is that uh, you kind of want that. uh, You kind of want that uh, feel. You kind of want that. been able to kind of control your own destiny when it comes to having a car because people had to wait three hours after uh, after mania until like 3 30 in the morning trying to get mm-hmm. uh, a, an uber that i heard people were paying like 100 200 a pop a person to be at a uh, you yeah. know the, at the taxi cabs and the ubers and the lifts they were paying over a hundred dollars just to get back to you know new york city uh, yeah, across the bridge. So, I'm I'm certainly glad that I had a car, you know, and I didn't have to be of that. I didn't have to wait three hours after because of that. And I'll actually, uh, I'll, we'll talk about that in the headlines. I'll uh, go a little bit more in depth in that. But that was the benefit of buying a car. And just overall, just I had to bounce from place to place. I mean, like I had to have a car because. From Thursday to Sunday, I was bouncing back and forth from event to event to event all day, every day. And so I needed a car. It was, um, you know, even from New York to like, for instance, Thursday night, I I went to the MLW uh, uh, event, uh, the tapings. And then I had to hop over to Rahway, New Jersey, like an hour, 15 minutes away. I had to hop over there and um, and go to the impact event. Uh, so, and I was there till one thirty in the morning. So I need, I needed a car, but just the travel was just an absolute uh, and nightmare. I, and I had, I had the great pleasure of staying 
a whole Monday Night Raw episode at the bus station. Yeah. Yeah. Which those those three plus hours did not seem as long as watching Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Yeah. That and was I've crazy. I've been I'm a vet New I've been to New York City tons of times since nineteen ninety five. I've been in the original Twin Towers, all of the Lion Marks, Pantar State Building, Top Rockefeller Center, Statue of Liberty, all that Apollo Theater, NBC Studio. I've been through all of those private tours in upstate New York, but I told you, Chris, I was like, man, I've I've, I've only drove in New York once, and <laughs> it's, it's crazy. The traffic, the food is great, the people are cool, it's just... Yes, it's, it's, food it's, is it's absolutely crazy. delicious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, food is great. Yes. You know, shout out to uh, um, the cheesesteak, the, the cheapest yeah. mania food in history so far that I've been. This I agree. I agree. One of the best concession stand foods, and and the and the price weren't weren't like they weren't trying to you know jack us up and pull oh, a, an arm I, and a leg for the prices. I, I, had, too. I had a foot long cheesesteak sub with a uh, with a uh, cup of soda for twenty bucks. Then for eighteen bucks, I got a nice steak, hot Italian sausage with the works and a Mountain Dew for eighteen dollars. Yeah. Not too bad. Yeah. It would have been like yeah. four thirty, <laughs> thirty in a, another place. You get a hot dog mm-hmm. for like ten bucks. Uh, I don't even know what. what and then what do we eat at? I think I eat chicken. And that was seven dollars chicken wings. Yeah, not too bad. Um, Gabriel's asking. Okay, Multi's asking. I read Enzo and Cass weren't friends anymore. Do you think their relationship has changed? Uh, they probably. I mean, this is business. I mean, the thing that they were teaming up. You know. Uh, Enzo was not happy that, uh, as far as I remember, he wasn't happy of the the injury and the way that, uh, I mean, when Cass got injured, the way that he took that and he just wasn't happy and they had a falling out. But here's the thing. They both obviously need money. I mean, unfortunately, Cass has been, you know, he's, you know, he doesn't look the shape that he did in WWE and he's been... Uh, competing in various indie promotions, I'm sure making a fraction of what he did in the WWE. So, I mean, you know, ROH is a reputable company, one of the best in the world. They need the money, and so it's business. So, uh, I'd imagine that they probably aren't as still close, but at the same time, it's like, you know, um, you can't, like when, when the whole was it Kevin Sullivan and, and Crispin Juan Woman? You know what I mean? When they were going through their thing and uh, when, when uh, you know, uh, Hardy, Matt Hardy and, and, and Edge and Lita, you know, when they were going through their thing, that those things were real life, you know, but they still had to work together. It's business is business. They still had to work together. Wow. Although, although um, you know, they were literally having affairs and cheating and all that stuff in personal life, but... They had to work together in business. Um, Let's see. Uh, Gabe was asking what do you think the future is for Eli Drake. Go to the WBAWROH. Yeah, so so one of our headlines is that, uh, matter of fact, um, we'll we'll talk about that in a minute uh, because that's one of the headlines. Um, Cody's asking, "What do you think about them going through the angle, uh, going through with Angle versus Corbin?" Was John when John Cena was there? I don't really think it helps Corbin at all. Now, um, 
like I said before, Cena wrestling at this point is a liability. So um, you, you don't want to do that. You don't you don't want to have Cena wrestling um, because of his movies and things like that. Um, I think it was the perfect. I think it was the perfect position for John Cena coming back with the 2002 Thugonomics. It, it was the best to me. Great. It was the best way that you could have used John Cena um, at, at WrestleMania. I, I don't want to see him wrestle. I don't really care about him wrestling. None of that really makes sense. Um, it's um, it, 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 great. And shout out to Elias, who one night you know gets the rub from. Dr. Thugonomics, and then the next night he gets the rub from Taker. I mean, I mean, he had a hell of a team, like someone say, yeah, hell of a team nights. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's that's, that's good there. That, that's, like someone said, that was one of the best parts of me. It was Kofi, sum up WrestleMania 35. Kofi yeah. Mania, Dr. Thugonomics. Yeah. Yep. Um. Uh, let me see some more here. Uh, yeah, I mean, Angle versus Corbin was was bad, and, and if you think about Raw, um, it was to me it was even worse because at the end of the day, Kurt Angle was fodder to um, was fodder to uh, Lars Sullivan. So I think I think uh, Kurt Angle. I'm conversing with uh, with. Ezekiel Jackson, I'm about to bring him on here. Um, he was fodder to Lars Sullivan. And so I think if Kurt Angle would have won the match, it would have made Lars' debut more meaningful. Because if the point was, because at the end of the day, he beat up Corbin, put him in the ankle lock, and then he was fodder to Corbin, was fodder to Lars. I would have been fine with him being, I'm, I'm cool with him being fodder for Lars. It just doesn't make sense that he lost the match. And, you know, he, he, he lost the match against Corbin and he comes up and then, you know, gets decimated by, by Lars Sullivan. That just didn't make any sense. Um, uh, all right, so um, uh, let's see. I'm uh, conversing with uh, Ezekiel to bring him on uh, here in just a moment. All right, let's um, let's address a few of these. Um, let's see. Yeah, he's looking. He's looking for me now. Um. All right. So let's address a few of these. Ask Chris questions. Yeah, Tammy agrees. I uh, got to keep them together. Um. All right. All right. So I think that's what's up, Jesus. Um, GSP is asking what I consider a superstar uh, shakeup prediction stream. Ah, I like it. I like it. Um, I like it. Join the Patreon. Uh, we'll do that on the on the Patreon. Some some live stuff on the stream, baby. All right. So he just. 
um, contacted me through Skype. So I think we're going to bring him on in just a moment. Trying to get all this together. Um, let's see. He's trying to. Yep. Yep. There we go. All right. So. All right. Just a moment. We're going to bring him on live. Via video. Getting all that together. All right. Uh, let's make sure I get a few of these extra questions before I bring on Ezekiel, Ezekiel Jackson, Rick, Big Rick. Um. Yeah, I like the I like that idea, GHP, about the superstar uh, shakeup. I'm a fan of that. So, alrighty then. Bring and this on here. Um, I can hear whatever you're doing. Uh, whatever you got playing, I can hear it. Um, all right. All right. So we'll be right back. And once we return, we will have Ezekiel Jackson on the line. What's up, man? I'm good. What are we on? Video or are we on regular? Uh, video. Just click on the video. See if we can. Blocked it. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing anything. Are you. Did you click the video? Uh huh. Okay. Let me check. Let me check some real quick. So when you click on the video, what does it do? It's, uh, I see a completely dark screen. Oh well, yeah, you'll see you'll see a dark screen for me because I'm using a video. But I, I'm trying to make sure that you are on video. So I just see RS when it comes to you. Um, How about what is this now? What's that? Do you see anything now? I don't. The video should be on the um, the middle. Uh, yeah, click it twice. Every time I click it, it goes dark or it goes. Ah, uh, okay. So it might not be working. It's all right. No worries, man. We'll uh, we'll make it happen. Um, we shall make it happen. We can just do it audio, man. No worries. Uh, 
Just a moment. About to bring you on here. To the live crowd, so we'll have some live crowd waiting. Asking some questions, and we'll talk about Kofi and uh, and all that. Just a moment. RJ. RJ. Check with my son. Maybe maybe he knows more than I do. Okay, yeah. Problems. This poor network connection. Okay, gotcha. Trying. I'm doing this thing, and uh, he's not seeing my my camera. It's not showing. <gasps> No worries at all, man. Let's uh, we'll just if, do... we're, if we're gonna just do uh, Skype and maybe we'll just do the audio call on the self Facebook, man, because my son needs his computer. Good, Are you sure? Good. Okay. Huh? Would it be easier to just do the Facebook call then? Uh, well, we're live, so we can just jump right on there now. We can just uh, start start with the questions now. Uh, it won't be it won't be long, so we'll we'll just we can just jump right into it. That's the problem. All right. Just a moment. Two minutes. Interview. Just a moment. Hmm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are here live with uh, Big Rick, Ezekiel Jackson, uh, former former WWE uh, Intercontinental Champion, former ECW Champion. How are you tonight, sir? I'm good, man. Just sitting on my recliner, enjoying being old. <laughs> Enjoy being <laughs> old. Are we allowed to ask how old you are now? I'll be 41 in two weeks, man. 41 in two weeks. So that makes me old because I'm not too far behind you. So, no, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Um, sorry, guys. We're trying to get the the, the video uh, together, but uh, it's cool, man. We're, we're audio right now, so uh, we'll do it. We already have some questions for you, but beforehand, um, beforehand, we'll just uh, ask your your thoughts on um, Kofi Kingston winning the uh, WWE Championship. It was an emotional night for a lot of people. Um, and uh it, it was it was really awesome i was there live and you've made some 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 comments on it and we saw a lot of other wrestlers be it, uh, ridiculously excited about it about it being such a, a, a historical moment a feel good moment and a wwe groundbreaking moment what are your what are your thoughts on it um for me first of all there's only a few people in this business that i consider friends um Kofi is one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Kofi was my son's like first, like first time watching wrestling. Uh, was Kofi in the ring, and my son got intrigued. This was two thousand and eight down in Florida. So, for me, this is more than just a wrestler achieving something that, in a sense, many of us didn't think was possible Mm -hmm. um so it was deeper for me hence you know you've seen the video with mvp and shad and Mm -hmm. these cats reaction is because we're all friends and we are all we've written together we still talk on a weekly basis you know what i mean so it was uh sadly the i think the reaction from us was wow they actually pulled the trigger yeah (laughs) you know what i mean um the whole him being the the first black guy winning the championship, you know, you're seeing a lot of kickback from it. It's like the Rock, as the Rock said it himself, he transcended the title. Whereas a lot of people, I don't think, realized that he was a black dude. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and the WWE sold it more so from his Samoan heritage. He did, you know, he showed pictures of his dad and all that stuff. But I think for Kofi. As, as as big as The Rock made it, I think Kofi's kind of solidified this as, all right, they're going to try something different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that's where I saw it from is like, you know, Booker won the WCW and the, the Heavyweight Championship. Mark won that. Um, Bobby, myself, Mark, we all got the ECW World Championship. Um, I see titles and all that stuff, but I don't. It seemed like nobody they wanted to pull the trigger for nobody mm-hmm. concerning this WWE title, yeah. and I think that's what made it special for all of us. I agree, and um, and, and, and to your point, I think that there were other, you know, there were other black stars that you know were on that type of uh, push and had that type of ability to i mean booker t is one of my favorite all time and i and i st- it still boggles my mind how that he didn't triple h didn't give it to him way back when yeah yeah <laughs> it, it was just i still i think that's still one of the, and i've talked about this on my show before i think yeah. that, that was one of the worst decisions one of the worst finishes in wrestlemania history to actually you know, and that was even for the World Heavyweight Championship. He he had that, but still Triple H yeah. beat him at WrestleMania. Still, that was a bad call. But I still think that the WWE Championship and even King Booker, you know, that was one of the best gimmicks. Not if not the best gimmick of that time. 
yep. as a heel. <clears throat> and they gave they still I mean they gave him the world heavyweight championship, sure. But at the same time that would all that will always be a secondary championship to the WWE championship. Yeah, and that's that's even how they plugged it, right? That's that's even yeah. how they marketed it to still be second fiddle to the WWE championship. And you know, of course, you had Mark Henry and Booker T winning it, yes. But at the same time, it's like that was still clearly the secondary championship. Yeah, and, yeah, and you know, and that's still not, you know. Some people could say, okay, former WWE, they when they add like Cena's reigns and things like that, and, and Triple H's reigns and Randy Orton's reigns, they add the World Heavyweight Championship with it. Mm-hmm. But but at the same time, it's still clearly not the WWE Championship. And I think, yeah, that's the brand. Mean? That's his. That's his. That's his bread and butter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so and and why do you think that the WWE? held back for so long and i and I, and if, like i said and, and you agree it wasn't because of a lack of talent because you know there there's been rep, very reputable reputable black stars for decades i mean even if you go back to the likes of junkyard dog you know back in uh in the late 80s jyd was i mean he came out of mid-south and he was a star yeah, in Mid South. I mean, Watts built him to be the biggest, you know, the biggest name in Mid South, the biggest babyface. <laughs> yeah, came, yeah. Came out of that, and then he was just so gimmick. He was just so gimmicked in WWE that it just was ridiculous. Tony Atlas was another person, huge. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, just so you have. I mean, you've we've we've seen world champion caliber black stars for at least four decades you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> but but they never pulled the plug until now why do you think that why do you think they waited so long um i'm not gonna try to get in the head of the business aspect of this business i yeah. never try yeah. um and for you know the boss to interject himself into this is like he i think he finally saw mm something that was happening and i'm like kofi's been on this level for years very true you know what i mean and all his matches he yeah he was funny and gimmicky with the new day but when he did the jamaican thing he was great when he did teamed up with punk and when he feuded with randy he's always been top caliber in the ring mm-hmm. um you know fans can get behind him when he, he's losing and they can cheer him when he's on the comeback so i think the ma- the thing that solidified it was the first gauntlet match. Yes. You know, it was, holy crap, these people are really behind this dude. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I, I wish I could get into their head, but I don't, and I try not to because it probably drive me crazy. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so <laughs> right now, I just watch it as a fan, and I'm like, thank God they pulled the trigger on uh, Kofi, and it's somebody that, is going to represent well. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, yep. um, so I I don't know why they took this long. Um, I think they had chances. They were building, you know, you could say they were building Ahmed. They were building, yeah, Ahmed, that's a good one. you know, I mean, they were, <laughs> we could name MVP mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, you know, I, I don't want to toss myself in there because I don't think I got the kind of run that I would thing it. But, 
them say I'm at MVP. You know, heels. If you wanted a heel champ with for Hogan, come on, Bad News Brown. Oh yes, um, absolutely, <laughs> Bad News so, Brown. Yeah. You know, so it's it's been years, and as you know, we we all as fans just have to accept that this is where we are now. That's correct. I'm happy that he, you know, if if, if if anybody they pulled the trigger on it was Kofi. I hundred percent agree with you. I think. If there's anybody that would break that type of, you know, field, that type of streak would be, you know, to me, and I, I agree with you, I think Kofi would be would be the person to, to do it. Because there was such an organic story, it still is, such an organic yeah, it, story. It happened perfectly. Yeah, it sure did. It sure like, did. It felt like, you know, I fell in well, like right at the time, and it was like, However, we want to say it. If it was just, it was just time, and it worked well. So, yeah. you know. But again, the tears of joy from myself, and you know, it's like the first time my whole family sat and watched a match. Mm -hmm. Like it's usually me and my son will come in and out, and my daughter may sneak in if she hear me cheering too loud. Mm -hmm. But my wife came in, and my son, and my and we as a family, cause friends with you know what I mean. And mm -hmm. to for them to pull the trigger was like holy crap. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And it and it breaks so many. I my head off in my house. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And be and, and the the funny thing and the crazy thing about all this is that Mustafa Ali. So it, the, here's the crazy thing. Indirectly, <laughs> we have to thank Randy Orton for this, right? Because <laughs> because Mustafa Ali was supposed to be in the gauntlet. Orton mm -hmm. accidentally. Uh, gave him uh, a huge black eye and, and injured uh, him um, because he indirect. I think it was like a he did a stomp or something like that or kicked him, jacked yeah. up his eye, so he was injured. And because of Mustafa Ali or Ali now he is because of Ali's injury, Kofi was placed in there. Yeah, and, and he did the gauntlet, and this all came out of a, pl a plan B. <laughs> Not even supposed to be in there. Ali's injured. Then he did the gauntlet, and the fans were erupted because they, you know, because of his showing in the gauntlet. And it's yeah. just so crazy how that worked out. How if Ali wasn't injured, if if Randy Orton didn't injure Ali, yeah. this none of this would even happen. I mean, just it's that's crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, how that worked out. <laughs> Again, it worked out. That yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, he probably will get his couple of chances, but yeah, I agree. It, it worked out well, man. Um, sorry for Ali, but yeah, you know, but he'll, he'll get his time. Yeah, <laughs> he got a chance to shine, and he took it and ran with it. That's exactly right. Yeah, Ali will get his chance to sign anyways. I mean, Kofi's been there eleven years, so yeah. Uh, yeah. Ali will have his time for sure. Um, how long do you keep? How long? How long do you think Kofi keeps keeps it? I don't know. Did they take it off him tonight? I didn't watch. <laughs> no, that's a good point. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I, there were some people who was fearing that they were taking off yesterday. Yeah, and uh, oh, that would have been absolutely <laughs> horrible. I was, you know, it's so funny because the 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 fans kind of uh, pooped all over the bar Imagine. coming out. And I was, I cheered. I was like, I hope that this, I hope that there's a screwy finish with this because I was yeah. so disappointed when they did that. When they came, when Kofi came out and did the winner take all, 
I yeah. said, no way. I, they they can't. There's they can't be doing this. They they can't because I don't see I don't see Kofi beating Seth if Seth just beat Lesnar, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so I think that just automatically just puts away that automatically disqualifies Kofi from winning. And yeah. so I'm like, no way. They're not going to do this with Seth Rollins. And so I'm glad. I was like, I hope that there's some type of screwy finish or something. And then when they went ahead with the, I was just trying to justify everything in my head. Like, yeah. I hope that there's a screwy finish. I hope that there's a double pin, like something. You know what I mean? Something like, keep it going. Yeah, exactly. And I was so happy when the bar came out. You know, the live crowd hated it, but I, I as a Kofi fan. I was like, yes, I'm so glad that they didn't do this. And and WWE kind of spoiled it too because during Raw, they announced even before the winner take all match. Yeah. Tomorrow it, Kofi will be. Exactly. They announced on they announced on Raw that tomorrow Kofi will have a SmackDown celebration. So I said, Okay, that's as good as a marketing company WWE is, they spoiled their mess. own finish. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Um Ask Ezekiel. Uh, we have some ask hashtag Ask Ezekiel questions. Wow. Malty's asking, uh, what was your reaction when you found out you're going to win the ECW title and Intercontinental title? Wow. They go way, 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 way back. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, funny story. ECW title was in Kansas City, I think. And I got there to the arena. I thought I thought we were, I was going to get it at the Royal Rumble, um, but it was in Kansas City. And I got there, and I think my wife had called me and <laughs> told me how much I got for a European tour. So I was way more excited by the money I got <laughs> for the European tour than finding out. You know, I think my agent for the final match was um, IRS. Oh, nice. He comes out, he's like, Zeke, uh, you, you know, I think they're going to put a title on you. And it's like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. But then I called my wife, and she's like, oh, you got this. And I was like, oh, wow. So it was like, <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Um, uh, yeah, I would have but, that same reaction. Um, again, it's one of those things where it was bittersweet because I knew it was like, cool, I'm winning the title, but then NXT is going to be starting right after. True. You know what I mean? So. I could be a you know pessimist and be like I was champ for fifty six sec- seconds, or an optimist and say I've been a champ for almost nine years now. That's true. So. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a very good point. Um, so you know th- that was the reaction for that. The IC title that told me you know once we started the feud with the core and myself, and it told me it was like cool um, because you know when you get that title, it's like okay they're preparing you for something bigger and better so i'm like i assume they saw something leading towards that level mm-hmm. so that's what i as i see title was like okay this is a stepping stone to get to this level yeah. and, and um so that's the, the reactions i had on winning before both of them was like but bittersweet on the ecw titles like great they see me as a champ and so that means they see something in me and just just the expectations beyond what these two represented is what I I think I celebrated more. Mm-hmm. Nice. Now that's a you know that's a really good piggyback uh, to, to to go on here. Now you, you said you won the ECW championship, and knowing that 
uh, ECW was going to be disbanded. Now, did you how how far out did the wrestlers know that the ECW run was going to be over? I think once they started um, announcing NXT, okay. Once they started so, talking of that story, I think they started promoting that show. We kind of figured that it was replaced. We knew it was replacing and NXT was replacing ECW. I think it was on Sci-Fi. Yeah. So we kind of knew that was coming. So yeah, once they started announcing it, we figured it out. Got it. Now, were y'all told that you know? this is done like who was there a backstage meeting from somebody and and they said that they're going you know, are going to be split through you know no. raw and smackdown how'd that go it was just um i i think i after ecw finished i think the next that same night they showed uh or the next they showed uh let me see. No, I actually think I went to Raw first mm-hmm. and ended up being transferred to SmackDown. Or something. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, man, because I think within a couple of weeks I tore my quad, so I ended up being at home for six months. Yeah. 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 Huh. All right, so we got some uh, some more really good questions here. Um, got uh, Lexi asking, first, thank you for being a pioneer. Tony Atlas really recently did a podcast stating that no black wrestler was ready, quote, ready for that title, even him. How did you receive his comments? Which title? Uh, the WWE Championship. So he didn't feel like Kofi was ready? He said that uh, recently did a podcast stating that no black wrestler was ready for that title, I guess, in his day. Okay. Um one of the first people that spoke um, to us at FCW was Tony Atlas. And, he, you know, he told his story of his ups and downs. So I don't know if he's – I feel like he probably was speaking for himself or if the culture at the time – you know, I, don't, I can't speak for Tony, mm-hmm. you know. Um, much love and respect for him for all he did, but – He's got to be speaking for himself, you know what I mean? Because if you listen to his story or you get his story, he'll tell you how he messed it up for himself on many occasions. So I don't know if he's just pushing that off on guys back then. And if, you know, a lot of these cats knew themselves in the locker room. They knew each other in the locker room. Mm -hmm. You could ask me about, you know, something in the locker room from my time, and I could probably speak on that, but I can't speak for exactly what he was trying to say. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, I think that there were personally, I think that there were, um, you know, names, uh, that were ready, you know, uh, John Cardar was feuding with Ric Flair for, for a moment for the WCW championship. Of course you had Ron Simmons, you know, winning in, in 92. Um, but, and I think that, you know, Ron Simmons could have been someone that could have groomed into being a, a champion. He, you know, he had when he was at WWE, what he feuded with uh, Taker and Austin, right? Um, so he had, you know, he had opportunities. Uh, like you said, Ahmed was another person too. I think, I think when they turned Ahmed heel was, I think that was the beginning of the end, um, because it just, I don't know, 
when he joined the nation, it just it was. There's certain turns that you you just know. It just seems weird. It just seems like plugging the square peg in the round hole. I think yeah. when he was a baby face, like he was way over as a baby face. Yeah, this is something I've heard it said by a few of the refs that were there. Mm-hmm. Some of the guys that they like, they were saying that the only person comparable to Ahmed's react uh, to Stone Cold's reaction was Ahmed. Mm. That's something I've heard. So I can't like I don't re- you know for the most that time when Ahmed was running, I was in college and I didn't I don't think I had uh, cable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I wasn't watching Raw. I think I was more of a SmackDown guy. Got it. Got it. But yeah, so you know, I mean, they've had people. Um, I can't again. I can't speak for Tony Atlas. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Last question. Um, Gabriel's asking, "How was your time working for Lucha Underground?" Um, it was easy, man. I um, it was in L.A. I lived in L.A. I would drive there Saturday morning, drive back, you know, drive back home, tape Saturday, get back home by 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. for the first couple of weeks, <laughs> Sundays. Um, the, the, they try to make it something different, and it worked for the most part, but I think they were trying to make it a TV show that has wrestling. Mm-hmm. It kind of turned away a lot of wrestling fans. Uh, you know what I mean? So it was like we didn't we're not, you know, we're not creating stars. We're not trying to, you know, do what the typical wrestling was doing. Yeah. So I think that kind of turned away I think they were trying to bring a set of people in that weren't fans. And the fans saw that and I think they reacted as such. It's like, oh this is good stuff. It was great for the first couple of seasons. Um the wrestling was ridiculous. Everything we saw was like, holy, I can't believe that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I was there in some of these matches or just watching from monitors. It's like, did he just really do that? <laughs> right. You know? Um, <laughs> I started with Puma and John Morrison and, you know, and the cats, like, Drake, as a Drake, Drago. Yep, Drago. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a lot of these cats had talents that was ridiculous mm-hmm. but in yeah, i think jack evans was another one that was uh really good well he came in he came in at the end yeah uh, so you know jack evans i've been we've been i've known him since my first week at fcw you know what i mean mm-hmm. so just some of the stuff was just ridiculous but i think it with them not marketing it in a sense to wrestling fans mm-hmm. it's way from what it could have been. Yeah. Are they even shooting another season? I don't even know. Uh, it's up in the air now. Um, it's 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 up in the air. I've, I've spoke with PJ Black, and uh, yeah, uh, he, it's it's really up in the air. I spoke with I'm, I'm friends with Marty Elias too. He he used to be there, and uh, a couple other people uh, I've asked about this, and um, they they said that they don't know <laughs> they, they don't know yet and uh I've, I've had john morrison on the show too and uh, no one really knows unfortunately however here's a crazy crazy thing um uh the crazy thing is they actually had a joint show at impact united we stand uh, impact wrestling had a show called united we stand during wrestlemania yeah. weekend the thursday night and they oh. actually plugged lucha underground it was like okay it was like a, a combination of 
a bunch of promotions all in one. It was Impact, MLW, Russell Pro, and uh, Lucha Underground. So, okay. so yeah, so there's still some life there. Marty DeMoth, uh, you know, he came out representing Lucha. Um, uh, who else came out? Um, uh, Ar Fox, well, he goes by Dante Fox. Um, in uh, in in Lucha, he came out. There was a yeah. few other Lucha Lucha stars that uh, came out representing the brand. So it was a good show, and it seems like uh, maybe there's some type of working relate well obviously there is since it was part of the uh you know the wrestlemania weekend event there's some working relationship with lucha so um that's good i think that's good Uh, i think for the first season i was there it was really everything it was easy going it was how can we make this better yeah Um, i made some suggestions and i you know for me i felt like i was just again like i started this interview with feeling old Mm -hmm. um wanted to be more than just a wrestler yeah it just wasn't like you know i tossed the net out and nothing was bit so hence why i kind of was like yeah, i'm okay with not i'm just okay with mm-hmm. shifting you know what i mean yeah. and that's why i ended up just not even returning for this t- season two or three yeah um yep. so yeah uh jsp saying at least zeke remembered to say monitor if you say tv vince will pop a top <laughs> I know. See, that's something I didn't know. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, before we go, I'm interested to see is there any like because um, it's been public a lot. There's a lot of things that Vince and WWE as a whole like tell you know they tell their media and they tell their wrestlers not to say like belts. You can't say belts. You yeah. know, you have to say titles. Uh, you know, I think you can't say World Wrestling Entertainment or, or something like that. You have to say WWE, or you can't say wrestlers. You have to say sports entertainers. Yeah. Uh, is, is there like something that you remember saying or, or hearing somebody say it, and, and Vince wasn't a fan of of that verbiage being said? Um, it's that would be me sitting and listening on a monitor and listening to him tell Cole and them what to say. Uh, so okay. I think that's more personal. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, good sure. for me to hear. Yeah, um, yeah. But you'd hear, you'd get the the meetings where, okay, guys, we're shifting from title from belts to title. Mm-hmm. I was there for that, but man, if you sit, you think of it, I've been gone off the WWE road since 2012. Wow, seven years. It's been seven years almost for me. So the, the changes you've seen, I I have no idea what's happening. Yeah. You know what the reaction is like anymore, or what is what. So, for my moment there, I just knew they they had to change my name a few times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, people got mad because they were calling me Big Zeke. Um, <laughs> so it was like Ezekiel Jackson is his name, and you know, so it's just you know different things like that where you're told, okay, we got to call you this. Um, we're changing you from Harlem, New York to Diana, South America. And just different, just stuff like that was, yeah. you know, nothing major. Um, but it's a business and they, they want to maintain it in their own way. Yeah. Um, I've never felt like, you know, this is wrong because, you know, it's like it's a business. He's running his business the way he, and I mean, he and the group and the, the team. Because it's not just him sitting there dictating. It's like, how do we make this thing mat- matter to us? And, you know, I just trust that they're doing it to s- 
to support themselves. Mm-hmm. Make sure things keep flowing. Yep. And so, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, Zeke, uh, well, uh, Rick, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> yes, it's uh, it's been a pleasure, man, uh, being on the show. Let people know uh, where to find you on social media. Um, my Instagram page is Rick Lon R Y C K L O N. Um, you know, we're friends on my Facebook page, yep. which is Rick Lon S Stevens, but. Man, I'm 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 cool with what I'm doing now, which is what I got my business, my personal training business, and I got run a wrestling school. Yeah. Um. So you know, if you search uh, Brickhouse Pro, that's my wrestling page. B R Y C K H O U S E Pro. Um. But yeah, it's, I'm okay. Everything's cool, man. Like no big, nothing coming up. Um. Just chilling, being an old dude, watching news every night. My daughter just called me old before you call. She said, Dad, you're always watching news like an old man. I'm like, I'm an old man. Leave me alone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm where my parents used to be way back when. <laughs> uh, I, could just picture you, I could just picture you at 20 years as on your couch with the remote. Still probably jacked as all get out. But, uh, yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got. Hold on to the muscles and, you know, watch TV. There you go. Sounds good. Uh, Rick, it's been a pleasure, man. I appreciate you coming on the show. Sure, probably. No problem, man. Have a good one. You too, bye-bye. Rick Lon, Stevens, thanks for being on the show, man. That was fun. Thanks, everybody. Uh, All right, so uh, let's tackle a few of these headlines. Um, Let's see here. I think we got the headlines music. we got everything for Plan B now, man. Plan B is the way to go. It's uh, I'm a big fan of Plan B. All right, headlines. Y'all ready for the headlines? Well, let's do it. Headlines, ladies and gentlemen. I do it for you. Uh, I got one. I do it for you. Absolutely, I do it for you. All right, so uh, <laughs> Hall of Heat, man, they uh, two-time, two-time Booker T uh, Hall of Famer. <clears throat> um, so they're, they're the Hall of Fame altogether, I think that I watched the Hall of Fame, and I think it was a good uh, good Hall of Fame. I think that uh, even, you know, with Tory Wilson, controversial, still to me, controversial, I think her speech was good. DX uh, speech was good. It was funny. Um, man, I felt for I felt for Pac, man. Um, uh, he he was just so daggone nervous, and uh, it just seemed like Triple H just really wanted to keep the reins on him, man, and just make sure that he's not saying something crazy. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to keep wanted to keep it PG as much as he could. I mean, there were some some things that they say outrageous too. Um, but yeah, it was, it was funny. And then Triple H's digs on AEW. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. It was all that I needed. Yeah, I agree. And, and, and I said this before I was talking to someone, someone asked me, why do you think he was doing that? I think that that's probably was a part of the deal. Like, we're going to put you in the Hall of Fame, um, but if, you know, we're, we're going to have you make this appearance, but if um, 
one of the th- one of the things is that we're going to have to you know we're, we're going to dig AW and you know Billy Gunn probably you know he, he's a class act if I don't want to show twice he probably was like okay whatever you know <laughs> I, I I'm, a, I'm a big I'm a, I'm a man I got tough skin you know I'm a, I'm a big I'm a big boy I can handle it and uh, <clears throat> he took he took it in stride man he looked like he was just joking with him so big kudos for that. Um, as far as uh, Supercard of Honor, <clears throat> a really good show. Uh, Evan and I were both there in the Garden, the Madison Square Garden. Fantastic show, man. I think I personally think it was better than WrestleMania. I think Takeover was the best show of the uh, best show of the weekend. I was at the, I was at MSG. You know, uh, I wasn't at Takeover. Uh, I wasn't at Takeover. I was at um, uh, the Battle Ride. I was at the MLW show. Uh, which was also a pretty good show. It was um, cool. No, it couldn't breathe. It was small. Yeah. Small state, but it, it was a good show. It was a good show. I was I was very I was surprised that L.A. Park won the battle riot though. Like <laughs> it just. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was it was quite quite interesting. It was it was a good battle riot though. It was it was fun. I saw, I saw the other the, the last one, 2018, when it was it was a good show too. Um, and then, but I was I was at MSG and uh, really really enjoyed uh, the, the SuperCard from you know from the battle from the uh, uh, Honor Rumble uh, to I'm a big fan of Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb and uh, yeah, Zach Zimmer Jr. was amazing. Not not Zach Zimmer Jr. but um, Will Osprey. Yeah, well. um, Osprey beats uh, made uh, Tanahashi tap, which was very very uh, surprising. Um, still a really good match. It was, I mean, it was, it was a really, really good show. I think, uh, just from top to bottom. I, my, I didn't have a headache. <laughs> the, you know that that on that show I didn't have a headache, and I wasn't cold because it was inside the Gatton. It was warm, uh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to figure out what else was on that card. Uh, yeah, Jeff Cobb beating uh, Osprey. Uh, Zach Sabre Jr. beating uh, Tanahashi. Um. Uh, we talked about the end zone casting. Uh, it was a work, uh, but you know, but the Grills of Destiny becoming dual champions now. Very interesting. Beautiful people reforming. Um, they did, uh, you know. But Velvet Sky said before that there were some, you know, she she's retired. She doesn't want to come back to wrestling at all. I mean, like as far as in ring competition i don't know if this means that she's out of retirement because she's made it very clear in interviews over the past few years that she doesn't have a desire to wrestle um angelina love's still killing it uh you know in indies and things like that um mandy leon as the third person of the beautiful people now to me this is weird because i don't see mandy like to me she just doesn't fit um, eh, you know, she just don't fit. I'll, I'll say that too. With me knowing Mandy personally over the years, and knowing her mom, and and you know she's always been good talent. Following her for a good number of years, it, it, she always, to me, Mandy always worked better by herself. Yeah, like it, it doesn't, you know, it, she just doesn't mesh well with other people. Not she's a good person, but just her character is not one of some people. Just don't work well. In a group, yeah, you know, I and I think Mandy just is one of those people 
you know, her character isn't over the top like a Piper. Can y'all imagine Piper in a group when a stable doesn't work? Some people just work better solo, and then and that's how I feel uh, Mandy. Yeah. Um, Mandy yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, and real quick, people are talking about favorite speeches from Hall of Fame. Uh, Hall of Heat was my favorite Hall speech. Hall of Heat. Yeah. But yeah, I don't agree with the, I don't agree with her being, you know, beautiful people. And um, go ahead. I gotta, I gotta give a shout out to C because uh, C was a good friend of good friend of mine and, and some colleagues that that's helped us out in the business. And, and she, I'm really proud of her. You mm-hmm. know, C. Is one of the few people like a Foley, like a Sting, like a Rey Mysterio. Certain people that everyone in the business loves, and everyone has nothing but good things to say about. She's one of them. That's awesome. Out, so I gotta give C number T personally. If the Hall of Heat sucker slap Jack, <laughs> sucker's got the dough. Ken, Ken, I'm not gonna le- I'm not gonna leave you hanging, man. I, I, chat isn't saying hi. I guess they're I guess they didn't see your your. Uh, your comment, but I'm saying the host <laughs> is saying hi to you, so I don't want I don't want you to feel left out. Um, but oh, uh, there we go, there, there you go, Lexi. Of he course, Lexi would be the buddy. one. <laughs> he can. He can. Uh, he yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Hall Heat. But uh, as far as MSG is concerned, um, you know, Jay Lethal is my favorite. Um, and he lost, but I, but here's the thing: I was cool. I was cool with Taven winning, though. I was I was I was cool with it. I think um, the story sp- spoke for itself. You know, the build's been a while of him being the real Ring of Honor champion, and um, you know, Lethal's had it since I think last June. Um, so he's had it for almost a year, and before then, he had it for a long time too. So uh, he's. Yeah, Yano's still in the t- titles. Um, and Yano actually giving Coca Bandit the, the Honor Rumble spot and, and commentating, which was really funny. Um, but yeah, and and I and I think that um, uh, Matt Taven being champion makes sense. I mean, he's he's the biggest heel in in, in Ring of Honor right now, huge heel, uh, a fantastic heel. But he gets. Jeered. No one likes Matt Taven, although he did get some cheers. But you know, smarky crowd. They're going to do that. But uh, makes sense. Yeah, I'm totally cool with it. And uh, I, I, uh, I predicted it. As Evan was right next to me, I I called it. Uh, I said I think Taven's going to take this one. And uh, and he did. And I'm and I'm I'm cool with it. So you know, you know, I got a pick with you, brother. You know, your man, Jay Lethal, your boo bear. <laughs> but Jay, I, I love Jay. Jay, Jay, that bump he took falling off the ladder. Man, that that, that was tough. The, the yeah. ladder match again, shot at the Marty, Marty Scroll too. And, and my, 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 my good buddy, uh, Shane Taylor, man. Um, yeah. You know, he just had his third or fourth child. Well, he, him, him and his wife, I should say, his wife gave birth to you that third or fourth child like maybe like last month and, and I know how Shane works so I'm proud of Shane I'm proud of um, um my, my men uh, the, the twins uh, God she gonna kill me uh man they was at Ring of Honor I think they was in the Rumble um they finally was at Garden like I had I had a lot of personal friends mm-hmm. a per, per, professional friends too that I've known for years that made it 
to wrestle in the garden. So uh, they, I, I, I say, um, takeovers number one. G one is like one A because I have personal connections and you know um, mania. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That was that was my list too. Uh, takeover, <laughs> takeover, G one, and then Mania as uh, the the top three. Um, yeah, Gabriel did. Fan did get hit by a ladder, and they were saying uh, that's a they were chanting that's a lawsuit. Uh, for the, if y'all didn't hear watching it uh, on uh, Honor Club at live, they were chanting that's a lawsuit. And I was like, "Oh no! Like that's that's crazy." Well, I would have um, milked that to death. Yeah, but but uh, you know, it was a good, it was a suitable replacement because Jay's my favorite. Jay Lethal's my favorite, but Okada is right up there. He's in my top three. And Okada, <clears throat> what's that? What is, what is Jay Lethal to you? What's the name I give him? I'm not gonna say it because I don't like it. <laughs> 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 no, no, it's he's simply my favorite wrestler. My wife is my boo bear. My boo bear, my boo bear is not named Jay Lethal. That's right. And the little fat <laughs> <fight> is cool. <laughs> the real boo bears. The real boo bears. That's exactly right. Kind of with you. Yeah. Say um, to the boo bears in the wrestling business. Marcy, where you at? Her? She's a female. Her boo bear. Ken terminated by Google and in, in, in MySpace. Zed's led boo bears from. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I think Jay Lethal. Uh, yeah, of course, Jay Lethal is my favorite wrestler. I've made that very clear uh, for a long time. And uh, but the thing, the good thing is Okada's is my is number three. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he's in my top yeah. three. So Okada winning actually it atoned for Jay Lethal losing. I knew Jay Lethal. Was, I was expecting Jay Lethal to lose, so it wasn't a big blow to me. Okada winning. What was the confetti? Like we did the rainmaker entrance. I was looking for that. Dude. Yeah, I was looking for that too. The the money, the the money that dropped down. People were talking about that. They were waiting for that, but it was cool. It was a really good moment of him beating, um, uh, him beating Jay White uh, for the title. It was it was a good moment, and that's why that's what I love about New Japan. They're a big fan of catering to the feel good moment. That's what they do at Russell Kingdom a lot. They just they cater to the feel good moments, the the times that Okada won and Kushida and and, and things like that. So we had Kushida, he's signing with WWE. Well, he did. Uh, he did. There was a sign. There was a um, there was a sign of a picture of of him uh, with I think with Triple H or something like that. But I'm not okay with that. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, and then uh, takeover, takeover is oh man, what a fantastic, um, <clears throat> what a fantastic spot. Uh, it was just it was a oh fantastic show, man. the The main event was amazing with uh, the two out of threes between between Gargano and Cole. My favorite was Velveteen Dream against Matt Riddle. Um, and yeah. then uh, you know Ricochet and uh, and and Aleister Black against uh, War Raiders. I'm a, I'm a War Raiders fan, so I'm glad they got the the, the W. Um, Didn't it wrestle Raw, SmackDown, Takeover, and Mania? Yeah, isn't that isn't that crazy? 
They wrestled. They wrestled. Uh, what Friday night, and then uh, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Um, very very crazy schedule for Aleister Black and Ricochet. They need to go home and sleep the whole entire day. Um, but Aleister Black will be busy busy with Zelina Vega. Um, yeah. With with his boo bear. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can you uh, can you imagine if Ricochet read Vince and walked in in the Prince Puma gimmick and he wouldn't he had no idea? Well, what is that? He probably don't he, know he, that he was. Uh, Vince Prince has no Puma. idea. Yeah. Vince didn't know didn't know who can't tell the difference between Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson and Midnight Express. No, but here's the funny thing: he didn't know that Luke Gallows was Festus. Right, yeah, I was listening. Yeah, right. he didn't know. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, there's an ask Chris question. Oh yeah, Lexi's asking. Considering the void of athleticism left by Ronda's departure, do you believe Shayna Baszler not being caught up was a mistake? I don't. I think Baszler should stay in NXT. To me, yeah, you know, yeah. there's there's certain people that should really stay in NXT for a long time. Uh, I think Dream should stay in NXT. I think he it, don't call him up until he gets a world title reign. Lars being called up makes perfect sense. He's he is the quintessential guy. That I mean, he's he Vince loves that look. So <laughs> so uh, yeah, he loves it, and so um, it makes sense. He's huge. He's he's a monster. But there's 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 but there's certain people that need to stay there for a while. I think, you know, Apollo Crews, he should have stayed there for a while. Tyler Breeze, of course. Um, although I do like I do like Breezango, but they, you know, in the, on the grander scheme of things, they really didn't do much. Um, and there's, and, yeah, there, there's a bunch of other people that should have stayed there. Uh, for those who are still there, um, I I think that Dream should be there for a while. I'm glad that they kept Gargano there because they were teasing Gargano actually coming up to Raw. I'm glad they kept him on uh, NXT because I don't see Gargano. I mean, past 205 Live, which I think will actually be a step down from NXT, a big step down actually from NXT. Um, now, speaking of uh, 205 Live, uh, I was at Access. I was doing some coverage at Access on Friday, and I saw a match between Albert Hardy Jr. against uh, uh, Maria, uh, Mike Kanellis. Al- Albert Hardy Jr. is ACH. So. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. it has been. Um, remember that uh, uh, shenanigans two years ago, we had that three hour conversation with um, ACH. Yeah, know? yeah. Matter of fact, we spoke, matter of fact, we spoke to him. We got the man on the floor seat. We came through, he said hi to us. Yeah, he was, he, was, he was right over there. Yeah. Um, Kimbo said he feared for the undisputed era. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I think that uh, UE. Eesh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not holding my breath on, on that. Um, James said WWE could have done so much with the Kofi Angle, Kurt Angle, and retirement. I agree. Um, I, I think 
you know, like I said before, Baron Corbin is just a weird person. I I personally think I think they should have done if they want to build if they were to build Roman Reigns to be a face, and he was getting booed at Raw last night, which I think was just is terrible. Just people want to get themselves over. I said this early in the show. I think they should have switched it. I think they should have done uh, Kurt versus McIntyre because McIntyre was the one who just like annihilated Kurt and beat him, beat him with his own move on Raw. You keep having Kurt win the matches, you know, the farewell tour. I'm cool with that. They should have done Drew versus Kurt. They should have had Drew go over on Kurt and then Roman go over on Corbin. Um, because Corbin is a heat magnet. You want a, a big heat magnet to absorb all the heat. And uh, Roman Reigns would have continued to get cheered. Um, Corbin didn't need the win. I mean, like, as we saw with... Lars, you know, he didn't need that. He he didn't he didn't you know beating Kurt Angle didn't do anything because <laughs> of what happened on Monday after all. So I I think that Roman and Corbin should have been uh, at WrestleMania, and then Kurt and Drew Drew uh, just annihilating uh, Kurt Angle. That w- that would have been my 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 thought. All right, for the second time. Uh, let's get into really quick <clears throat> Mania as a whole. Like I said, a good show. Um, I wish I would have enjoyed it more. Uh, Triple H and Batista was a long match. It was, I think it was the longest match on the card. <clears throat> yeah, which, which, which I knew that that was going to happen because Triple, you know, that's that's Triple H, man. That's, <laughs> he's going to have the long entrance and a long match. Um. But 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 overall, I think it was I think it was a really solid show. I, you know, I I'm just not like I said. This might be an unpopular opinion. The iconics just don't connect with me on the main roster. Um, they just don't. I think that they were, um, I think that they were really good in NXT, but I don't think that they've built themselves up to be title contenders. Um, so. That didn't make sense to me. And Demon Finn didn't connect with me either. And like I said before, because of the Raw announcement, I think we should have gotten surprised by it. Um, yeah. yeah he's, didn't a, really... he's, a, he's, a, he's a Pokemon. That's exactly what he is. He's a Pokemon. He's the Irish Curse Finn. And <clears throat> his regular Finn. Irish Curse Finn. LBGTYJ Finn, then the Demon Finn, and then back to have everybody smiling Finn, then the Fawns Finn the jacket, now it's the Demon King. It, what, what did he do? No, no one cared about the match. He was tired, people were sleepy, he was ready to go home, it was cold, it was windy, figure it out. Yeah, figure it out. Because um, windy, <clears throat> tired, and hungry. <clears throat> Yeah, and here's the here's the crazy thing um, with the with the Roman and Drew match, two uh, awesome oh. stuff. <clears throat> um, uh, two two uh, two really solid competitors. Two of my favorites, but it was at a dead spot. Um, you know, it was just at a really bad spot. And like I said, it was no incentive to. The uh, to the show uh, to, to the match. It was no incentive. Like it was just, hey, I'm gonna I'm been beating up your boys. I'm gonna beat you up now. I'm gonna challenge you. It was no incentive at all. 
at least there was something, at least with AJ and Orton, it was like WWE guy versus indie guy. And I liked that angle. I liked how they built that. I really, I really liked that. If it's just a, if it's just a singles match, bring me in, have me, have me intrigued. Let me, you know, make me kind of feel and be involved in the angle with, with Roman and drew. It was just, Hey, all right. There's a match, you know. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't trivia. What was JBL's last WrestleMania, and who did he compete against? Well, you didn't get to see Jibble. Well, you safe to know that he couldn't delete you from WrestleMania because he's like deleting everybody on Twitter. Yeah, he is. And I did like the. I did, I did like all the gay. Uh, the the uh, guest uh, commentators. Um, so uh, good job, JSP. Good job, James. <clears throat> Estimated 25 worse Mysterio Blackstar Good job uh, Kimbo Good job Next one What was the Championship match At Wrestlemania 8 What was the WWE Championship match At Wrestlemania 8 uh, I'm glad I'm glad Joe squashed Rey Mysterio He's nursing an injury Um and it made Joe look like a monster. So, all right, Raw and SmackDown. Um, Bailey's back on the low totem pole, losing against Alexa Bliss. Uh, just you know, being a jobber, unfortunately. Right. Um. Uh, yeah, we talked about the uh, Hawkins and in revival, Lars and and uh, Rollins. I mean, Lars and Rollins and Kingston. I'm glad that they didn't do that. Um. And then Becky Lynch and Lacey Evans. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, as far as what happened, the, the, the sucker punch, I'm still not sold on Lacey Evans. However, her sucker punching him, uh, uh, Lynch on Raw on SmackDown, and she actually selling it, I think that was good. Um, she sold too much on Raw, I think. If you want to make her look like a star, she already, she already has, you know, kind of like a strike or two, you know, she already has a strike or two because people just aren't so based on what they saw at the Rumble. Her Rumble performance was bad. And I think based on that, that left a pretty negative stench. Um, so, we'll see how that goes. Hope she's improved. But, um, I don't see it. Um, Brandon, there it is. <clears throat> Randy Savage, oh yeah. Versus Ric Flair. All right, one more. Let's do one more. Um, who tagged with Death the Rose against Randy Savage and Queen Syria at WrestleMania Six, baby? I I teamed up with my with with Sapphire with uh, there it is, there it is, Brandon. I teamed up with Sapphire, baby. Sapphire. Yeah, the uh, Black Ebony Queen Sapphire Bibba tag team with her, with Queen Sarah and Randy Savage Bibba. Um, alright, so, <laughs> uh, alright, so there we go. I think, let's see if there's any more Axe questions. Lexi's asking, with the shakeup booming, who do you feel would be in the program for WWE, with Universal and WWE title changes? Um, I would be totally fine with Seth versus Drew. Uh, 100% fine with that. Funny that we we saw no Daniel Bryan. 
um, which was really odd. Um, just lost the title. It would make sense to be for, this, for us to see him in some form for, or fashion. Um, and, of course, AJ was injured. <clears throat> well, uh, based on, he, yeah, he sent he got sent home early. He didn't make the accesses and from what I've heard. And um, had to be sent home early. I guess he, there was, he was injured in some form or fashion. Um, so, I, I would have personally liked Kofi, AJ. Um, keep them both face. Although AJ is starting to get booed a little bit. I mean, fans are so fickle, man. Talk about Daniel Bryan, fickle, fickle. Uh, people were booing AJ Styles, and you know he was he was impenetrable, you know, for for a while, even when he was a heel. In in many cases, um, I would be okay with Seth and Drew, and for the, on the SmackDown end. I'll be cool with uh, Kofi. I think I think you do a filler feud. I think you do Kofi versus Sami Zayn. Um, Sami Zayn's getting all this heat and during all these booze. Kofi and Sami Zayn, because right now you need filler until um, SummerSlam. Save the big feud for SummerSlam. So I think uh, uh, I think I think Seth Drew should be SummerSlam for the Universal Championship. As far as if, if Kofi keeps it to SummerSlam, I think it should be. <clears throat> I say like a Kofi versus. Um, if you want to do DB again <clears throat> for the uh, you know for the rematch, or you can do something like a. Uh, mm, Maybe uh yeah, I think Kofi AJ. <clears throat> I'll be cool with Kofi AJ for, for SummerSlam. Uh maybe AJ win the money in the bank and say that he's gonna cash it, you know, announce his cashing at SummerSlam or something something like that. Something to that nature. Or AJ can win a I like the element surprise when it comes to money in the bank, so maybe AJ can win like a battle uh, a battle royal or something like that. Or a number one contender gauntlet or tournament or something like that. So make it work. Those would be my two matches. Uh, SmackDown, well, I think was better than Raw. Um, and I think uh, Braun Strowman coming out for Samoa Joe. I like Braun and Samoa Joe. I, I I like that. I like that matchup. It's just that I it just to me it was just really weird. Like it makes sense. The brand split doesn't matter. It does. It doesn't. And I'm thinking in my head. Why are you plugging the superstar shakeup for next week? And superstars are just bouncing from Raw and SmackDown. That just it's makes no WWE's sense. DLC Ray downloaded last week. He got hurt. Strowman downloaded this week. Uh, who else downloaded uh, yesterday? I'm trying to think. Alistair Black and Ricochet. They just DLC overall. They just on every show every week. So what is the point? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it just iconics were on Raw, and it just oh, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, last Raw, week, Kofi, yeah. Kofi just downloads on on Raw, and and, and and it used to be the way you know, Captain Four Kids, Cena, and Taker, or like if you were like the upper echelon, if you were Orton, Cena, Taker, um, you know, or Legend. The brand split didn't make a matter. You, you could just show up, which makes sense. You just you just show up like Cena. Yeah. You just showed up on SmackDown and then Raw SmackDown again. But now you got 
because Lars Sullivan downloading and, and Strowman going against like these matches make no sense. It's no, no build. Why is Strowman going against Joe? Uh, we're just going to download you because we have nothing else better to do. Is this feed yeah. going to lead to anything? Well, I mean, Strowman could go. Strowman's not going to SmackDown. We know that much. They need him for all. He could. He could. I mean, he could go to SmackDown. I'd be. Actually, I'd be cool. I'd be. I'd be okay with that if he went to SmackDown. I'd be cool with J, uh, Joe versus Strowman on SmackDown. Uh, GSP says Raw C minus SmackDown D didn't understand the motives of Taker, Joe, Randy, and Co. Uh, just seemed so weird to me. Are they leading to something? So many questions need to be answered. Good assessment. But I do think that SmackDown was better than Raw. Um, the last time we said that after Mania. True. Good point. All right, for the second time, let's do this. Uh, oh, Daniel, good point. Uh, ricochet and black work and three shows is a recipe for injury. Hundred yeah, percent yeah. correct. Yep. As a matter of fact, uh, you get the comment uh, cheer of the of the night for that one. That was a that's a really good point. As soon as I find my uh, my sound bites there. But. <laughs> for for cheering, I'll get it for you, buddy. Uh, there it is. Here we go, Daniel. There you go. All right. Um, all right. So I think we're good, man. Let's uh, wrap this up with uh, the flavor of the week. Uh, did we cover everything as far as the headlines? Let me make sure that we got everything for the headlines. Um, Eli Drake released from Impact Wrestling. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. So, a couple of things. Uh, Brock Lesnar, WWE for now, could be facing Daniel Cormier in August. Um, I, I'm looking forward. If that is true, I, I'm looking forward to DC and, and Brock in, in August. Um... And, and you know, Brock, Brock's had his run, so there it is. You know, that, that's that's that. Eli Drake, um, I can see Eli in AEW. I think <clears throat> I think Eli Drake would be a good top top name in AEW. I like Eli Drake. Uh, I've had him on the show before. He, nice guy. Um, but you know, he was he you know one of the best promo workers in all of professional wrestling, I, I believe. Still is, um, but they were, weren't using him right uh, in Impact the, recently at all. Um, and yeah, so I, I see AEW. Daniel says, uh, if not AEW, MLW. Yes, um, yes, I can see both. Uh, he's a charisma magnet. Uh, but I think from a larger platform, I think AEW would be the the way he should go. I don't think WWE will use him right at all, unfortunately. Um, and then WWE misleads fans regarding transit schedule. So the the crazy thing about this is uh, that they were um, they didn't advertise the end times, and people were waiting like three hours in the rain because it started raining and on top of uh, you know if you if you got there for the for the pre-show which is at five o'clock you were there for seven and a half hours we got there uh, we watched the pre-show on the network and then we got there um right before the main show and uh so we were there for five and a half hours 
And uh, man, if you were there for seven and a half hours and then had to wait three and a half, you know, to get or, or three o'clock, I think it was around three thirty. People, you know, people were staying until like three thirty. So if you had to wait three more hours, that is ten and a half hours in one show. That's insane, and people were legitimately upset about that. And I, I agree. I mean, they're and WWE apologized. Um, they actually said, uh, let me get the quote for you. So the transit spokesperson says, um, the primary factor contributing to the, the post-event delays was the WWE's, WWE's decision to extend the event to 12.30 a.m., which has significant operational impacts on the evening. New Jersey Transit, transit was not informed of this decision until late last night. So that was a big deal. The WWE spokesperson says, We regret any inconveniences fans may have experienced with mass transportation after the event. Uh, and then added, just like other sports and entertainment events, they don't uh, announce the uh, end time or and they didn't get a fine for it. Um, they apologized uh, for the last minute changes and um, adjustments were made to have uh, crews and trains from throughout the system. So, yeah. Unfortunate, man. Um, unfortunate. It was a bit misleading for, for them, but uh, like I said, it was it was unfortunate. Um, so, yeah. There's some rumors that uh, Eli Drake was refusing to wrestle um uh, he, I think he was refusing to be a part of the intergender match. It ended up being Tessa Blanchard and uh, Joey Ryan. I'm not sure about that, um, but I did hear about that. Um, so I don't know. I can find out. I can I can see if I can dig and find out. Um, all right. So let's uh, let's hop into this uh, flavor of the week. Uh, I got something for y'all today. Get ready for it. Here we, here we go. It is now time for the flavor of the week. <laughs> there you are, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> there you are. You all bought it. Hook, line, and absolute sinker. All right, so we're going to talk about... Um, we're going to talk about... Uh, uh, it was Chris. It was Chris all along. You all bought it hook, line, and cigar. Uh, we're going to talk about WrestleMania 11. So uh, we only got a few yeah. minutes left. Uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh, we only have a few minutes left. So we're going to talk about some WrestleMania 11, buddy. And uh, as my boy uh, Black Bark would say, Ain't a daggum thing you can do about it. <laughs> yep, you can do about it. <laughs> Ain't a daggum thing you can do about it. I'll turn that down a little bit. Alright, let's see. There we go. Alright. So, we're going to talk about WrestleMania 11 real quick. Um, 
Let's bring up WrestleMania 11. Let's bring up the CAD. Alright, so a lot of people thought the WrestleMania 11 was one of the worst WrestleManias of all time. Uh, the card was um, Allied Powers, which, again, one of my favorite theme songs. Uh, <laughs> big, big fan of that theme song. Uh, they defeated the Blue Brothers. I remember watching that crap, man. That was that was terrible. Uh, actually, that was uh, that was uh, that was sixteen. Let's see. Uh, yeah, that was that was eleven. That was eleven. Uh, so I remember Blue Brothers uh, defeating uh, losing Alley Powers. That's when I had uh, Uncle Zebekiah, uh, which was uh, you know of course uh, Dutch Mantel. Razor defeating Jared uh, by disqualification. Jared retaining the Intercontinental Championship because of that. That's when Taker beat Bundy. Um, we talked about that more with uh, when David Hero was on the show. Uh, Owen and Yoko winning the WWE Tag Team Championships for the Smoking Gun. That was a solid match, actually. Uh, the I Quit match was good, too-ish. Um, Harden Backlund was, you know, solid, of course, man. Just two of the best technicians ever. There was a crazy uh, video going around of him, uh, Backlund doing a, a headstand and slowly rising up his body while he was doing a headstand. 70 years old, man. Still as agile uh, as a, a young uh, gorilla, young monkey. is <laughs> very agile. Um, Diesel beating Shawn Michaels. Uh, that was a twenty-minute match. Uh, retain, <clears throat> retaining, yeah. Um, retaining the WWE Championship and then LT and Bam Bam. That was a very catch as catch can Iron Man match between LT and Bam Bam Bigelow. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I was, I, I was one of the years, but I was still young, <clears throat> and that was one of the years that I was like, um, what are they doing? <laughs> like, it was one of those years. <laughs> this was, um, this was the first year, I'm, I'm not sure if anybody, uh, you can remember this, I know here in Baltimore, um, I remember distinctly that was the first Mania that they actually played the main event of WrestleMania again for free on regular TV from 545 <laughs> like two or three weeks later. Yeah. <clears throat> That's and sad. I just was like GSP makes a good uh, GSP makes a good point. He thinks that uh, HBK versus Dito should have main event. I agree with that. <clears throat> Definitely. Yeah, but you know he was going for the Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. That's been going on for a while. I mean, this the celebrity appeal. Uh, they don't play. <clears throat> they don't play to the house. Once I fully watch Mania 35 back all the way, I'm gonna go ahead and watch Mania 11. Yeah. Stop. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do that too. Yeah. Uh, I want to watch some more GWF and Simpson Lemonade. That's right, Gabriel. That sounds good, man. And a daggum thing you could do about it. 
<laughs> I absolutely that sounds like a, a great a great deal. Um, yeah, yeah, Impact is losing uh, talent. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, did Featherstone tell everybody the great lemonade he had at the Gotham Comedy Club? Oh, the, man. the worst Coca Cola I've had in history. That's was, why whenever bad. I travel, Featherstone notice now. Whenever I go to any place. I never get fountain drinks. I will take extra for the bottle of the can. Yeah, the fountain drinks are. Yeah. What in the world had Coke? Butterstone had the slump lemonade. It was terrible lemonade. Yeah, terrible. Um, yeah, but but the good thing is that uh, the food was good though. The food was not okay. not not there, but uh, <laughs> at other places Where the you food, get food was from? very good. Oh, the burgers, Lucky Burgers. Yep. The, 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 the burger joint. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure for tonight. 367 episodes in the book. Books. I think you all like Plan B better, man. So we might just be riding riding along with this. We might go Plan A next week, but we'll see. Um, uh, I really enjoy Plan B much better. What's uh, uh You know, we'll, we'll see where we go. I think Plan A, it's a little bit better streamlined. But, uh, yeah, listen, y'all be sure to drop a like uh, on the show. Y'all y'all are really supportive, man. Y'all, I'm telling you, PNP Nation are the best fans in the business, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. if you will. The best fans in the business. You know, it's the crazy thing about, and I'm so grateful for you all because you are awesome. I, I see so many reputable podcasts get so many dislikes and so much you know so many sjw's just commenting and trolls commenting um you know but the pmp nation like we don't, we don't get that stuff like you know, if you look if you look at the if you look at the youtube video we don't have trolls so Kimbo says it's such a fun and positive wrestling show. I appreciate that, man. That's 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 right. what I'm aiming, aiming for. That's what I. Right. That's what I'm going. GHP, man. Likewise, Chris. Great show, man. And ride with the game for life. That's right. We gotta get a symbol for like PNP Nation. Something like you know, like uh, yeah, like this or like we gotta do some. You know, we got the four horsemen, a triple threat. Um, you know. Something like, yeah. something like this, or you know, you know how it is. You know how it is when like people uh, have heel turns, and like the uh, throwing up the sign, you know, kind of solidifies the heel turn. When someone, when someone turns heel, you know, the four horsemen, you know, they 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 kind of slowly rise up the four, and they get booed. Or somebody join the triple threat at uh, an ECW. Slowly throw up the triple threat. Right, we'll I think we gotta do like yeah, yeah, yeah NWO. You gotta NWO. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, I think you gotta do it. I think you gotta do it somehow. Uh, we, we gotta we gotta create some type of. Uh, I could uh, think very quickly if, if I could plug this, which I really do. Uh, next Tuesday, I'm doing the double shot. Starting my show on Tuesday night, next Tuesday morning, 11 a.m. Eastern time. I'll be having the man, Dr. D. David Schultz, on my show. It's 11 
o'clock a.m. Featherstone, you'll be awake and you get up 5.30 every morning. Um, <laughs> so please check that out under the Matt Radio to hit me up. You That's right. Under the Matt Radio. Check out. Check out the school, Dr. D. David Schultz. Bounty yep. hunting and wrestling. And he will slap you. Yeah. He, he sure will. He'll slap, he'll slap all the journalists. Um... <laughs> Lexus says PMP is for true fans and wrestling enthusiasts. I agree, man. I agree. I agree, Lexi. I agree, Lady Lady Lexi. Lady Lexi. Uh, GSP is asking, will uh, PMP on front B on Friday SmackDown switches to Fox? No. PNP has been Tuesday since day one. And uh, when PMP started, SmackDown was not live, so <laughs> we we covered the previous week SmackDown on PMP. So uh, Tuesdays, man, Tuesdays is the, is the Tuesdays is the deal, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, man, we don't. Yeah, I'm so grateful for y'all, man. We don't get trolls or people just uh, sabotaging. Um, <laughs> just me, thank you. Don't take my Tuesdays away from me. <laughs> I shall not, sir. I shall not. Uh, but yeah, man, continue to support the show. Uh, like, comment, um, you know, all your positive encouragement. Uh, really appreciate it. Yes, Ezekiel Jackson was here. Uh, James, uh, it was a fantastic interview. I really enjoyed it. And the PMP Nation on the chat did too. Uh, check it out on YouTube. Uh, this will be playing back on YouTube. Ladies and gentlemen, 367 episodes in the books. Again, like, comment, pancakes and power slams. Follow me at Chris Prolific, and follow Crave Wrestling. Uh, put, uh, follow the Pancakes and Power Slam show um, at Crave Wrestling and Instagram and Facebook. Go like the Crave Wrestling Facebook page, YouTube Crave Wrestling, all different types of social media outlets. Um, awesome, awesome. New shirt, okay. You know what? I'm thinking about I'm thinking about uh, doing a uh, new shirt. If you are interested in getting a PMP shirt, let me know. Um, we'll, we'll go ahead and do that. So, 367, y'all have been fantastic. I really appreciate every single person on the PMP Nation. Until next week, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your week of wrestling. God bless and always remember. Beforehand, look at all those social media outlets right there. Twitter at Chris Prolific. Twitter at Crave Wrestling. Patreon, Pancakes and Power Slams. YouTube, Crave Wrestling. Facebook, Crave Wrestling page. Instagram at Chris Prolific. And Instagram at Crave Wrestling. People wanting uh, Pancakes and Power Slam shows. <clears throat> Pancakes and Power Slam shirts. All right, cool. Tweet me at Chris Prolific and we'll make that work for you. Alright? Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your week of wrestling. God bless and always remember, I do it for you. Have a good night, everybody.